Jonathan Jonah to Lawrence. Played through for Fuller. Fuller's beaten Larson here. And Ricardo Fuller has scored for Stoke. Ten minutes to go. And it could yet be a celebratory night in the Potteries. Hello. Welcome to the Wizards of Dribble podcast. It's Ben here. Um, but unfortunately, I am on my own. There is no day. There is no Chris in sight. It is essentially just me sitting in a studio on my own in Manchester, uh, mulling over life. Uh, so sorry about that if you're looking forward to hearing Chris and Dave. They're not here and they're not going to be. Um, essentially, I'm here just to tell you a couple of things that we thought you might be interested in, as you probably do miss our voices a bit. Um, we are still working on the Wizard of Drill podcast. Obviously, we're not creating the normal episodes as the season is over. We're having a bit of a break. I've just been to Mioga, had a lovely holiday, thanks. Um, and and we are working on lots of ideas for the new season. We're really excited to get back going, but we're just having a bit of a break. However, having said that, we are producing two episodes a month. So if you're a patron on our patreon.com website, um, then you will be hearing two episodes a month throughout the summer. So if you have if you haven't already become a patron, then please do check that out. I think that's patreon.com forward slash wizard of drivel. And if I've got that wrong, I'm sure you can Google it. Um, but the other reason. I wanted to talk to you quickly was to promote a new project that Dave and I have been working on. I'm sure Chris will be getting involved at some point throughout the production. Um, it's called Who Are Your Podcast? And if you haven't already heard about it, I'll give you a, cu- a couple of points. It's basically Dave and I going to various clubs around the country, football clubs, of course, um, and we'll we basically want to find out what's going on at that club, what, what sort of situation they're in, if they're winning trophies, if they're struggling. Um, and the first ever episode that we did was on Blackpool when we released that about three weeks ago now um, and and as we are a football podcast we thought you might be interested in it if you haven't already heard it so instead of me sitting here sort of mumbling along as I am doing for the last couple of minutes we thought it'd be best just to, to give you the first five minutes if you like what you're hearing you can find it on iTunes you can find it on SoundCloud you can find it wherever you normally listen to your podcasts um, that's who are your podcasts so instead of me going on I'm going to just leave it to play now and and then you can listen to it. That lot, that shower of shit in there, has got to get out of our town. We've had enough, basically. We've had enough with a bloke. He's not wanted, and he needs to go. I'm hoping that Mr Royston is in there, and he's listening, and he's watching, and he's seeing how he's demoralised everybody, and how he's brought the club to its knees. It won't make a blind bit of difference, but you've still got to protest and do your little bit. And I want to bring a message of support from football fans from the half a million members of the Football Supporters Federation up and down the country and pay tribute to the stand that you've made all season, unflinching and unbowing in support of what you know is your football club and defending it against somebody who wants to exploit your loyalty and your dedication on his own end. Hello and welcome to Who Are You, a new monthly football podcast about the football clubs of Great Britain. Every month, myself, Ben Cartwright, and my co-presenter, David Cowlishaw, travel to a different football club and find out more about the issues affecting them. Every club has a story to tell, from those battling for trophies to those struggling to stay afloat. In the course of this podcast, we will try to discover what really matters to fans around the country, situating their stories within a broader footballing context. There's no discrimination when it comes to choosing the clubs. We'll go to anyone at any level in the men's and women's games. Before we get started on this first episode, we like to be a little bit cheeky. If you enjoy the podcast, we'd appreciate it if you could promote it in any way you can. 
leave a review on iTunes, share it on social media, simply tell your friends. Or if you don't like it, just don't tell anyone about it at all. In this episode, we'll be looking at Blackpool, from Premier League to League Two in unfortunately lightning-quick time. Blackpool find themselves in dire straits. This week, we went to the seaside for their game against another club in crisis, Leighton Orient. Let's ask some Blackpool fans, who are you? On the surface, Blackpool isn't a football town. Stepping off my train at Blackpool North Station, there's no evidence that there's a football match going on today, least of all a significant one. The team is on the cusp of securing a playoff place for a route out of League Two. Blackpool is famous for the tower, fish and chips, cheap days out and even cheaper nights. That said, Blackpool FC is one of England's most storied clubs. The club of Mortensen, Matthews and Armfield. The Seasiders have even tasted recent glory in the form of a 2010 Championship playoff final victory which propelled them back to the top flight for the first time in 40 years. Since Ian Holloway's Blackpool side made a valiant but doomed bid to stay in the Premier League, the club has plummeted to the fourth tier. Managers have hastily come and gone. After Holloway came Appleton, then Ince, then Ferguson, then Regard, then Clark, then McDonald. And now Gary Bowyer is the man tasked with guiding Blackpool out of the Football League's basement division. But the blame for this slide down the leagues does not lie with any one manager, but instead one family. Dave spoke to Paul, who gave us an overview of what's been happening at the Lancashire Club. Uh, Well, the Oysters have been in charge since about 1987, uh, and they've always been reluctant to spend money on on players, on the facilities, Uh, but the club was basically basically broke, so everybody understood that uh, that they they couldn't do, you know, they, they couldn't do very much, but uh, certainly since uh, and there were in, in, incidents such as in 1999-2000 when uh, Steve McMahon the manager had to had to pay to uh, buy, buy a lawnmower to cut the grass at the training yeah. ground that, that, that type of thing uh, you know n- no money available for, for any sort of strengthening, strengthening of the club basically um, but the main bone of contention has been since the, the Premier League. I mean, the money that Blackpool earned was like, apparently about £90 million. Uh, now, nobody expected us to stay in the Premier League or, or spend that money straight away, but we expected it to be enough to maintain a challenge in the Championship. And uh, as the seasons went by after the Premier League, the the amount of money given to the manager for team strengthening was less and less and less. It was comparable to a League Two club in the Championship, basically. Uh, and um, so, fundamentally, it's just just about the, the the lack of lack of investment in the club. I mean, the the, the ground is another story. I mean, the, the, the club got a grant from the Football Trust to build two stands. The, 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 the Oyston family did provide the other half, half of the money needed to, to buy, build those two stands, but they knew they'd get that money back through rental of the of these two stands. Uh, and then after that, Blackpool carried on in League League One on, with, with, with the two stands and a temporary stand, nothing behind one goal. And that was the situation uh, up, to, up to the season before we got in the Premier League. And the only reason they built a third stand is because Valerie Bellicon Put up the money to build the third stand. We could have been going into the Premier League with 
a ground with two two stands basically, which would have been ridiculous. When was the last time you went to a Blackpool game? I went to the last game of last season. Right. I had a season ticket for 31 years up to last season. I won't be going in the ground again until the Oyster family have left the club. I was brought up on lower league football. Yeah. I don't, I, you know, I'd, I'd be quite happy to go go and watch Blackpool in League Two every single game. But um, you know, I won't be going. I won't be going into a club where the owners are actively working to undermine the, the undermine the, the prosperity of the club, which is what the Oysters have done basically. Right, that was the first five minutes of the Who Are You podcast on Blackpool. We hope that you enjoyed it and we're sorry if you didn't think this was appropriate for the Wizard Drivel podcast stream, but we thought you might be interested in it because it's about football and I'm assuming that most of you guys who are listening to this right now are also interested in football. Um, but if you haven't already checked that out, please do go check that out. That's Who Are You podcast. The year is spelled Y-A, as if we were chanting it in the stands. Very clever, I know. Um, and I'm going to leave you with that. So have a lovely summer. If you haven't already gone onto our Patreon page, then please do. It's patreon.com forward slash Wizards of Drivel. And you can sort of get two episodes a month throughout the summer for just $3 a month. And if you don't miss us that much, then you can wait until August.